Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the DNBR Rapids podcast. We are presented, of course, by the homies at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. Download the app, use promo code DNBR when you sign up, and you'll get the hook. We got a special one for you today, folks. We're going to be talking some World Cup. We're going to be talking some Rapids offseason. But first, we got a really special guest. So I'm going to breeze through the other guys. I'm your host, Mitchell Carroll, as always, joined by super producer Yaya, top left. Hello. And, of course, downtown Dwayne Brown, down there in the corner. But enough of those guys and enough of me. We have, from MLSsoccer.com, the MLS Insider, Tommy Scoops himself. Tom Bogert, welcome to the show. Cheers, guys. Thank you for having me. Oh, hope all is going well. I, lo- I love the Rockies hat. Uh, that logo is, uh, is one of my favorite on a baseball hat, so I respect it. Let's Thank go. Thank you. I'm, fashion for- I'm the fashion forward one here, by the way. <laughs> it's gonna, you match with the jersey, too. So I'm <laughs> Yeah, look, watch. It's the mint green rapid. <laughs> Let's go. Tommy Scoops confirmed Denver guy. You love it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, we're excited to have you on, obviously, with uh, being covering the Rapids and, and covering a team that may not be the hottest free agency destination. You get a lot of trade rumors and trade announcements and obviously the big one so far this offseason is acquiring kevin cabral from uh the galaxy um expensive acquisition for them a much seemingly less expensive acquisition from pork smith um what are your sort of thoughts on on that move for the rapids how do you see him fitting in do you think that was the right way to go and and just sort of the intricacies of that trade yeah so it is complicated in that you said it, it was it was expensive um, but like the 1 million gam is kind of like a red herring. It, it, it's, it's not exactly 1 million gam because the galaxy are paying half of his contract. It's the same way when Tim Parker was traded to St. Louis, the immediate response, like when I found out, I was like, how did they really got 500,000 for him? I was like, well, yeah, but they're also paying half of his salary. So it's like, it's just money moving from one pocket to the other. Again, the, the Colorado doesn't do this trade if, if they have to pay his entire salary, let alone give any money. So that's an important thing to say off the bat. That being said, Kevin Cabral was acquired by the Galaxy for just under $6 million. That was an overpay at the time. I, I, I said that at the time. He's still somebody who should have been bought uh, for, you know, 3 or $4 million. That's a legitimate, valuable asset. Sure. He did a lot of good things dynamically on and off the ball with the Galaxy. He was clearly broken in terms of confidence, in terms of bad situation. I felt really bad for him. I felt bad to kind of critique him because it was clear that just his mind wasn't right. The confidence was gone. And that happens for a young player. So all of that aside, um, I love the idea of rolling the dice on a talented kid, a kid who they think is going to fit better in their system and saying, okay, you can pay half of his salary. We'll get this player who you signed for $6 million, but for 1 million in, you know, allocation money and, and not real pocket cash. Um, that's been the Rapids MO is that they try to find value in some of these assets. Like the, the Rapids wouldn't have been in the bidding to sign him two years ago when he was going for the price he was going in the contract that he was getting. So if they're not going to be a team, that's a big spending team like the galaxy or some other teams, this is where you kind of make your best value. The way that they got Mark Anthony K, the way that they got Kellen Acosta and you got to go through down the line for all these trades. I really love it from that standpoint. He's not a perfect player. This doesn't mean that he's going to absolutely be perfect, but they're betting on he's going to mature. He's going to fresh start is going to change things for him. He's going to score more goals, get a little bit luckier. You know, he has a lot of things that you can criticize for him, a bad finishes, but some of it goes down to a little bit of luck. Um, 
I don't know how great he's going to be, but I think that the process of doing a signing like this is smart. Whether it works out or not, we'll see. Right, and when the offense was really cooking last year, when which was pretty much you know few and far between, really, they didn't score a ton of goals. But when it worked at its best, it was Mikey B on one side, it was Jonathan Lewis on the other, and they were absolutely burning down those flanks. And it seems to be that now they just have another guy that can do that really well, especially with it felt like Sam kind of fell off with his speed a little bit. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, is it really just a a system play more than anything? Yeah, that's part of it, too. And that's a good point to bring up. Like, I know one of the goals for the Rapids this offseason is to get younger and faster and more dynamic. Well, they they acquired a 23-year-old who, again, we can talk about his finishing mishaps, his final ball, maybe what he looks like in the final third. I think it's pretty – it's inarguable that this kid is really fast and really dynamic. So, again, like, that was kind of the MO. Um, Again, it – you know, I, I want to make sure that I'm not sounding like just like bringing out the pom poms. Like, sure. He has work to do. And like they are, I am, what I'm saying in, in terms of being so positive is, is I am betting on him to, you know, maybe not be the, the four to six million player that maybe we thought he was going to, but but definitely better than what he showed with the Galaxy. Um, if that doesn't happen, then then this is, you know, I would, again, I wouldn't call it a bad move, but, but it's still a significant asset that they're using. And I believe he's going to be, or he is going to be a DP. I know that doesn't mean a ton for the Rapids, but they do have a lot of players between the senior budget charge and uh, Max Tam. So like they could use these DP spots on, on other players, whether, you know, it's not going to be, you know, a $10 million player or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, again, I I think that if you look around the league at young, talented players, like the Rapids kind of strategy of recent years that has worked out well in, in numerous cases, um, this was somebody who who really would fit that bill. So again, I'm very intrigued to see how it goes. Yeah, joins he joins Max. Ralph Prizo was the play last year with the Mark Anthony K trade. Um, all right, so all right, I, I'm sorry just to cut you off, but there, because no, I feel it. I feel like I'm doing a disservice if it sounds like oh you're just going to come on and say everything's great. That's wonderful. No, 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 no. Year. One thing I disagreed with. And <laughs> That's my job, Tom. <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> so one thing. One thing I disagreed with is that. I love the trades to get Kellen Acosta. I love the trade to get Mark Anthony K. Yeah. I understand the value in those trades. And I understand with Kellen Acosta, a lot of it was not being able to agree to a new contract. My criticism there is if you're a team like the Rapids, you're not going to go out and spend five to $7 million on another center mid, another 10, another striker. This isn't a kid like Cole Bassett or Sam, like those uh, K and Acosta I'm, I'm talking about in particular. These aren't kids who are, don't going to go to Europe. Like, you know, maybe, maybe that's their desires. Whatever. These guys are kind of like the Walker Zimmerman mode. Like, I don't know why you would ever like Walker Zimmerman when he was traded to LAFC by Dallas. I thought that was weird. And when he was traded by LAFC to Nashville, I thought that was very right, weird. Right. Nashville gave yeah. him a DB deal. I don't know why, if you're the Rapids at Kellen Acosta and Mark Anthony K that you just don't build around those guys. So again, like, I don't yeah. want to come off like I'm saying everything's great. Everything's perfect. Sure. But I think the end goal for some of these signings is to, keep these like mls type guys like that you're not going to spend a, a big big money so why why not give overpay air quote on a contract to keep counting right. so like i think that would be my one criticism and the team found it difficult to because it's hard to to buy and sell in this league i'm really worried about montreal next year sure. i don't think that it's really replicable to get you know a george a, a georgia mihailovich replacement for one million gam or you know go down the line of all the players that they're losing so I, I think that that would be the end goal for me but again i understand those deals individually but again, like the the just the quality, I think, is more important for this team, particularly the the in prime players like that. So sure. we'll see what happens with Cabral over a few years. If it works out well, will he stay? Right. Also, like the Rapids are known for like interleague trading. They really don't go out of the MLS and go get a lot of players, and they do it to like younger players from mm-hmm. like South America and all that. What are some targets that 
you might not have heard of, but like you would think the Rapids could like look at like that striker and maybe like a center back and a left back, which are like the three big holes in this roster right now. Yeah, it's funny. Right before we got on, I know that this isn't what you were thinking, but Stephen Betashore. Yep. Signed, yep. Happened, signed, happened yep. As, as the waiting screen was on. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, left back, I, I still think that they'll need another player but, uh, outside of Bayshore, and I'm sure that they're looking. Um, I know that Galvan, when they play three at the back, he can play a little wing back, and it's going to be good that Galvan's back. Center back, they have a lot of players that I find, like, interesting talents, but nobody mm-hmm. who's, like, again, Bubakar Keda didn't play because he got injured. So that's who knows what he looks like. So I don't know kind of how you handle that in terms of not wanting to block a chance for Keita and seeing if Viasia can be better than he was last year. So but I do still think that they'll add there. Uh, striker was a big one, and and still like I, I'm I'm intrigued to see if they're going to go for another striker. Like, um, I've I've heard rumors like obviously Patrick Clement for the Red Bulls is very available. He's yeah. the exact same mo- mold as Kevin Cabral, and that would make a lot of sense to me. And you know, again, I'm sure that the idea would have been either or for Clement or Cabral, um, but maybe they go in that that regard again. Like Cole Bassett being back is going to be great. I think Ralph Preso is going to be really good. I don't, oh, yeah. you know, I think it's really good that you have Preso. And Bassett, that that you don't have to, you're not relying on say both of them to start and play every single game and be great and consistent. That's when they were at their best when they finished first. Like Cole Bassett was like the most overqualified rotation center mid in the league because he, sure. it was really difficult to break into that group. Um, but he still played a lot and they found ways to get him on the field. So that's the mo for this team is having a lot of really good players that you can rotate and change. So I'm imagining that they're going to continue to try to bring in more players, even if say as we're talking about with center backs, maybe it's not 100 percent obvious who it would be or where it would go. And, and if it'd be a starter or not, I think that the idea is, is try to bring in a lot of really good players, make, make training super, super competitive. And then, you know, hope that a best 11 kind of organically comes, uh, f- figures itself out. Yeah. And you, you know, you see the comments, Callens and Aaron long and, yeah. and those seem kind of like a pipe dream, right. But you definitely need, right. I mean, that's, that's, this is the off season for pipe dreams, right. This is, this is the time to, to hope for those kind of, you know, those level of guys, <laughs> our guy Mark in the comments always, <laughs> um, you know, you're, and- you're kind of getting a feeling what Rapids fans. <laughs> I've, I've gathered based on replies to my tweets that when I would break news, <laughs> or like I think my favorite is if you know I report a move that another team is making, and you know, mid-level kind of move, not like a huge superstar. It's like, oh god damn it! Like, please tell me that the Rapids, like, look at this team doing this. The Rapids aren't doing anything, and I'm like, oh man. <laughs> Uh, our guy joseph our guy joseph samuelson he's from uh worked with burgundy wave and does some some riding around yep, the yep. rapid sphere he has a question here that says uh is there a veteran stopgap option that the rapids could sign like yappy kind of like how they had badgy and then they went into zardis and kind of just rotating yeah. that top spot until yappy's ready i mean yeah and it's good to plan that way i would just assume that yappy's gonna be in europe like sooner rather than later so i don't sure, think yeah. that you should be planning for 2024 as this is the year that yappy's gonna get 30 starts and hey maybe it'll happen but if i had to guess it's if once he breaks into the first team because clubs in europe know about him he was on training since last year he was with club mm-hmm. Rouge, and i believe he was somewhere else um, arsenal but, i think too with the yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it was good it just, one of the things that I reported on too. So it's funny. That, you know, <laughs> I scooped the scoop. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like, he, he's a U- U.S. Youth National Team kid. Like scouts know about this kid. Like Joe Scally sure. was sold to Munchen Gladbach for $2 million up front, up to $7 million before he made his MLS debut and as a 17-year-old. So like the days of, oh my God, this this kid broke out for 30 starts. Who the hell is this? Like the scout, the clubs in Europe all know about him. So sure. Um, we'll see what happens with him. I was hoping that he was going to earn some more minutes last year. Clearly the coaching staff didn't feel he was ready, 
Uh, so I'm, I'm really excited to hopefully see him get a year of semi-regular minutes and see what he can do kind of before he leaves. But again, I think he, he will, he's one of those kids who's going to leave sooner rather than later. Churn, we kind of heard your, your preso takes and your yappy takes. Um, but there's other some you know other young guys on the roster. Yaya Torre is going to miss the season. I thought he came on really strong. Yeah, I love favorite guys. I was, Yaya. Yeah, I was such a I was such a big fan of, of Torres, and mm-hmm. I thought that was another like it wasn't just the Rapids finding you know players that were already MLS experienced. Like they scouted him through the academies and like decide like hey like he's more valuable to us than he is to you Red Bulls. Like you guys aren't playing with wingers. Red Bulls were okay with the yeah. trade. The kid obviously was was open to the move to Colorado. So like I thought that was. That was smart and it was working out well. And and then, you know, just as he's breaking into the team, scoring a couple goals, he gets hurt. That's just devastating. Sure. Yeah. And then fun fact, fun fact real quick. I was named after Yaya Torre, <laughs> a Rapids player, even though I'm six years older than him. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the vision there, they knew. They knew. Yeah, they knew he was coming. They knew. Uh, and then I guess the other young guy who came on strong, I thought late last season would be Max. And I don't know if you are a Max guy or you see him making more of an impact this year. I thought he had a strong finish, rough start, um, yeah. and sort of where you see him fitting in this season. Yeah, I had high, I had higher hopes for Max than kind of what he showed. But again, like it's a, it was a whatever he was twenty when he was signed. Like, uh, like it's not easy. Like I have to keep remi- like, and we all have to keep reminding ourselves this isn't football managers, isn't FIFA, like potential and talent are two different things and, and it's a bumpy road to bridge the gap between talent and potential and i think the national team is a really good example of this that i think we all get carried away of oh my god these players are so talented like some it's like yeah yeah like 29 year olds generally are better than 19 year olds or you know give or take so we all fall in love with potential i i'm guilty of it as well because i, I it, it's fun to project and think of what kids could be so it's like i was kind of like yeah you could kind of be critical of of max the player it's, like, it's a 19 20 year old kid that's coming from brazil and you know his first big move away like he wasn't even i don't, I forget exactly how many appearances he had but he, he wasn't a seasoned professional because he was a teenager in right. brazil so yeah like i still have high hopes for him i, I wouldn't i wouldn't kind of give up on that i'm generally slower to give up on players regardless anyway so take that with what you will but but yeah we'll see and, and it, it kind of goes back to the preso and cole bassett point is that i think part of the problem was i was looking at max or maybe the the, the way that it worked out for the club is that they were banking on him to be a, a real a regular contributor and kind of somebody that they could rely on. And again, that's, it's difficult for a kid that age for a player of that profile. Like it, you have to look at it like Cesar Rajo with, with Orlando city. It was a bonus that he was awesome this year. That again, I was a 19 year old kid from, from the Uruguay and top of Uruguay. Utah. Was very talented, very high potential, but like banking on him to be great. Like that's, that's not, you know, always sustainable. So I'm still hopeful for him, and I hope that we kind of see a, a lot more from him in the second year. All right, well, one last question for you. Are the Rapids back in the playoffs next year? Yeah, I mean, look, I'm I'm just going to generally say yes off the bat here because I, I do – I really believe what this team is Let's doing. Go. I really like Robin <laughs> Frazier. I think that he's – they still need to make a couple more moves. Um, and, and, you know, it's easy to say yes when you're not pressing me for a top seven right now. Sure, which, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, we can't do. So maybe it sounds like pandering. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I mean, I just – I just generally believe in this team. I, I do think that Diego Rubio, what he showed last year is more like what he is. Like, I, I don't, I don't think that that was a fluke last season. So sure. they just got to build off that. Hopefully that Cabral um, gives you more than say like what Jonathan Lewis has given. If, if he's kind of an upgrade in the attack, if the defense gets stabilized, Jack Price, if he's fit for the full season, I think that was something that flew under the radar oh, yeah. bit of, of just how important he is to this team. He's underrated. So yeah, you know, if, if you had to say yes, no, I'd say yes. Awesome. Guys, got any, you guys got any other questions for Tom? 
no, I think everybody's heard about the Gio Reyna stuff, and I think everybody's kind of tired of it at this point. We know what's going on. And... So Tom, I think who that's do you... it for me. Go for it. Who do you have for Sunday World Cup? Who do you think we'll see on Sunday? Who do you think is going to take it? I've been I've been pulling for Argentina for Messi, and even after like it felt it was almost felt better to continue to say that after they lost to Saudi Arabia because mm-hmm. in the media tournaments like oh yeah like the the team that's like the third betting favorite like way to go out on a limb it's like well they're flawed they just lost to Saudi Arabia but I still believe so sure uh, his, his performance today was just out of control Oh, man yeah, I just yeah. I hope that we're seeing that in Fort Lauderdale in in, in six months. But, yeah, we actually <laughs> let's hope so. <laughs> we actually got to watch that game with Drew Moore and uh, Diego Rubio here with us. He, they were yeah, at how was bar. that? Yeah, no, they were really fun. They were all into it. So. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Quick shout out yeah. to those guys. Yeah, awesome. Well, Tom, thank you so much for joining us, man. We really appreciate. It. Hopefully, get you on sometime next season. Of course, no, you don't have to wait till next year. Appreciate. It. We can check in again. Awesome. Thanks. All right, all right. that was Bye, Tom Boger. Thanks for joining DNVR Rapids podcast. We're going to jump into some more stuff with you, but first we got to talk about the homies. You know, we got to talk about the homies and it's the homies at game time. Game time is the hottest new ticketing site. Makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concert, and shows. If you ever dreamed of sitting in a seat, you never thought you could 50 yard line courtside behind home plate floor seats at a concert I know I do. what do you call what do you call those seats i see them from up top uh from the media group there's like behind the ad boards what do you call those at the at the dick you know what i mean oh like the, the vip kind of lounge that's back there no 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 no. no. it's like uh on the sideline and it's like oh, in between those, the ad boards those are on the pitch seats pitch pitch seats well if you yeah. want those you know where pitch, you go not guys. the other word yeah yeah, Field. you go to game time. That's where you go. It's possible to get them there. It's the last minute price drops that you want. They can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You won't find a better deal this season on, I don't know, Nugs, Abs, Buffs. It's created by the fans for the fans and guarantees the lowest price. If you love us, you'll love game time. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the YouTube description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all of your favorite events. And of course we have to talk about our friends at Denver health. It's open enrollment time for individual health plans. And after January 15th, Denver health medical plans offer elevate exchange plans available on connect for health marketplace with great benefits and affordable plan choices. You can also call direct at 303-602-4912 and sign up online at Denver health medical Elevate exchange plans have options for individuals and families looking for cost-effective quality health insurance for those who might not get coverage through their employer or who might be self-employed and need coverage. All Elevate Exchange plans include adult dental and vision at no additional cost. Plus, this year, we've offered lower monthly premiums than any plan currently available on the marketplace. And we've added mental health benefits for your regular copay. Go online. Give us a call at 303-602-4912. Plan members have options to receive care at any of our 10 family health centers in the Denver area or the main hospital outpatient medical center at Denver Health. Additionally, this year, we added a new virtual mental health option called Elevate Mind. It's available 24-7 at the cost of a normal copay. Great for those who need a convenient resource for mental health. We are an NCQA accredited health plan, which means we have a higher standard for quality of care. Open enrollment for the exchange runs November 1st. Already, already we're right in the middle of it. Ends January 15th. Enroll by December 15th to have your coverage going on January 1st. Call today, 303-602-4912 or visit denverhealthmedicalplan.org. Okay. We just had Tommy Scoops on the pod. That was pretty tight. Yeah, so you follow the NFL 
Kevin said it best, like Adam Schefter coming onto our pod. It's like, if you follow the NBA, it's like Woj coming on. We got the scoop hand himself, a bomb bogart. Yeah, dude, Tommy bombs, dude. Bommy bogart. Let's go. Dude, that was cool as hell. Um, yeah, dude, great job to Mitch, dude, for getting him on. Networking look, desktop guy. <laughs> here's what you do. You go on the internet and you shoot your shot, right? Like, that's just what you do. You shoot your Talking shot. Talking to you, Kim K. Yeah, what I'm saying, slide into Rihanna's DMs. That's what I'm telling you, listeners. Do it. See what happens. Can't hurt. Ah, slide to go to your wedding. Don't care. You just gotta go for it, baby. Um, no, but that's really cool. And you know, I think he did nail it best. Like it was surprisingly easy. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was just like, okay, just hey, just come be on the show, and uh, he was like, okay. I mean, yeah. very cool thing. Yeah. yeah. Did I just cut out again? no you're good internet you're not oh, gone you're, you're fine oh, okay crystal clear baby yeah. so crystal I am clear. Having oh, good. so crystal clear we could see the hot dog guy in the background from from uh i think you should leave yeah we're all looking for the guy who got the scoop here uh <laughs> it's mitch just by saying hey come on the show which i think is a nice testament to how um, cool tom is so yeah I thought he had a really good point, and I know Joseph sprouted it up before, and we've talked about it, but if you just kind of look at, at the team that thrived to the one seed and kind of where this team ended last year, like, yeah, you accumulated assets when you traded K, and, and you know, you kind of made these moves that individually kind of like a lot of, you know, like bring in resources. Resources don't play on the field, though, right? And that's kind of where... Yeah the whole grand scheme of it kind of throws it off to where it's like, okay, cool. We trade away this, trade away this, trade away this. And now you kind of have this young team that underperforms. Um, I don't know. I thought it was really interesting. I hadn't really thought of that perspective all that much until he brought it up right there. Yo, that's the rapid way though, right? Like that's the rapid way. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of true. Like it sucks, but it's kind of true. You know, like they're, Great at doing all this outside, and it just kind of—it's kind of not translating. Yeah, like, dude, and it's, it's nothing against anybody. It's just it doesn't translate. Like, until you yeah. get response, it doesn't matter as much. Like, oh, should we talk about beta? Oh, let's talk about Mr. Shore. Yeah, talk dude, we're beta beta. boys over here for sure, dude. We love Absolutely. beta. And I love back. myself a little BS. So, is he gonna? Do you think he should? I mean, he's not gonna start, right? Like, there's still another left back move. Right, like I'm hoping. I'm hoping. It seems like he likes it here. Like we've we've hung out with him a few times now with the World Cup stuff. He seems to be very comfortable in Denver. Right, he's he you know he's got to be closer to retiring than not. Right, so it more seems like should we just keep offering him contracts to be the third guy until he doesn't want to be anymore? Maybe into fourth guy in 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 next couple years. If he if he plays as well as he did last year, absolutely. Like I mean. You know, we we said at the end of the season, like Beta was was an unsung hero of the season. You right. know, like really jumped in um, without much fanfare and came in and just did a solid job back there. So, yeah, I mean, I would love. I mean, as long as he's still playing at you know at form and playing and playing well, <laughs> then uh, yeah, absolutely, I would love to keep him on. It's also good. I mean, because we're getting. I, even like Tom said, you know, like the the goal is to get young, 
you know, and fast and dynamic. So yeah. it's nice to have a couple of veteran dudes there to kind of help, help the young guys along. Left back to me is kind of the spot that I have kind of, I feel like I have the worst read on in terms of like, who what's is even on? out there as the option? Like who, you know, what's the, what's the name? Cause I feel like it's going to be a, it's either going to be an AB, someone like that. Like, no, I mean, Alfonso <laughs> Davies. Yeah. We're going to give Biden a hundred million dollars. <laughs> and um, a hug. And yeah. a hug. <laughs> Just a sweet little. Mwah. Um, you know, is it going to be uh, mining down in Ecuador, you know, Argentina, Brazil? Is it an interleague move? It's just so hard to read that one. Um, you know, Mark has a good point there. You know, there may be some solutions in house. Maybe Barkenick's ready. I don't even know if he's officially back or on the roster, but it's it. It just feels like, you know, the farther we go into this, it feels to me like that is the biggest hole. And I don't think I even thought that like a week ago. Like, yeah, especially because you can like fill the like the striker hole with a Rubio, with a Cabral. Yeah, yeah but you can throw something out there. You kind of know what's out there. Yeah. But with, with that defense, you just don't have any idea, especially how poorly they performed. And I hated the five back by the, you know, I mean, obviously they went away from it completely at a certain point. So I'm not the only one that hated it, but. Huge talking point last year for sure. <laughs> but if you bring Booba back, right. And now all of a sudden. You do have three starter, you know, you kind of have four starting level center backs. Not that you can't improve on that starting level, but you do kind of seem to have four guys on the roster that can start. Maybe you do go three back and then you do put Galvan on that left side. Let him and let Keegan really work those edges. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But now I'm nervous about left back more than I was like a week ago. The thing is, man, that like, we don't hear any rumors from the Rapids. I try to get. Oh, we bug them. Yeah. Basically daily. Yeah. I try to get Tom to throw something out <laughs> there too. And even the, he was like, I don't know. The Rapids are so like, we'll find out. They have options. Like nothing. Nobody knows what's going on in that left back position, which is super frustrating for yeah. somebody that's like trying to like put together this roster and trying to think about how they can play, trying to do predictions. But they're not here to make us happy. They're here to make us think, right? We're pundits. We're not here. We're not their best friends. Yeah. But the thing is, it's probably if they do go get somebody, it's going to be like an inter, uh, an intra MLS trade, like they always do. They're not great at luring free agents here. It's probably going to yeah, be somebody. There's not even really a left back free agent you would even really, you know, be hungry for. Santos was the one, and he already got picked up. Yeah, he was yeah. 34. He was kind of out there. That yeah. would be the one guy that you would kind of want to look at. But he got picked up immediately. But a trend that we're seeing with this team is they're starting to pick up players that are distressed in other situations that yeah. are super young. They're not even picking up the veterans. They're picking up the 20 year olds, the 22 year olds, the yeah. 19 year olds that can develop into something. Yeah. And when you look kind of through their FB ref stuff, you see a lot of, you know, when you look at like the percentiles kind of where they rank among the mls it's almost all green when it comes to uh progressive passes um which absolutely was a major issue right was those final third finishing passes all last season so if if you think that it wasn't the finishing it was the service to the finishing cabral's definitely a good addition um you know, it, it kind of seems to be the focus. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Why don't you pull up Joseph's uh, 
Joseph's comment there that just came through. So in-house, Travis, Anderson, Mark and Nick. Um, I don't know. I don't – Mark and Nick had a great debut, and then I thought, yeah. like, just terrible games the rest of the year. Dwayne, you've been quiet about this left back slot. What do you think about Mark and Nick or Galvan or whoever there? I don't like Galvan being back at left back. Oh, um, okay, good. You followed that up. I, I'm, I'm okay with <laughs> Confirmed. it. Confirmed. Dwayne uh, hates Galvan, you know, dude. No, he's like one of my favorites. <laughs> I, I don't want to see him at left I back. I know. I know. We're <laughs> playing with you, my guy. We're playing with you. <laughs> so uh, I'll throw out this name. I admittedly don't know a lot about him, but yeah, I've, I've been kind of looking around at these at the left back situation. Um, so maybe you guys or certainly Joseph or, or someone in the comments <laughs> might want to jump in. Um, oh, how dare you, Mark? How <laughs> dare you? Spinning Literally. Fat. Careful what you say. Mark will flame us on Twitter for it. So careful. Uh, uh, Ronald Moderita. Okay. Left That's back, your guy. Um, Costa Rican player. Mm-hmm. Hasn't played because of an injury. Um, you know, I, th- I think he spent some time with Cincinnati, but again, he's been out with an ankle injury. Uh, but I think he I got called up. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, he's, he's, he's 28. So it's not like he's super young. He could bring in some, some presence in there. Uh, again, I, obviously I've not scouted him obviously. Um, but I'm just looking at some of these names that maybe aren't popping up anywhere else and and just kind of wondering rather than taking someone and playing him out of position that we already have, are there names out there that could, that could still come in and help out at that left back position is what I would like to see happen. Um, you know, who knows? Mark Nick's older than I thought. Yeah. 23. That's like, I think he was a junior or senior in college when he got drafted. So like, yeah, he was, He's a, a regular NFL rookie. Not good for soccer when it comes to development and how quick they develop. Kamar Lawrence, that's a name I can mess with. What do you think, I, Maya? I liked what Dwayne said. I had looked at him too, Margarita. Sure. I thought, I, especially with Chacon coming in this year and finally playing with Rapids. Yeah, cultivate the um, Tico culture, dude. Let's go. Well, not just that. Like Chacon can play uh, center back. He's played it before. Maybe that's the solution there. Maybe that you put him in there with like uh you put him on the left center back and you bring in uh margarita and you have that che- uh, that tico connection that could really help Ooh. out and help develop and that's something i kind of looked into as well i'm all for uh, that uh another option that i don't think people talk about a lot is like uh, bubukar keda in that left back i think that's uh he's played mm. some left back he's big he's fast he's and, and he, he, physical Exactly, and it might be somebody that can uh, pair really well and maybe have Keegan the one pushing up instead of Yeah, Ada. I mean, it's certainly not a like-for-like like with Lucas, obviously, but if you want to kind of shift right instead of shift left with that back line, you know, with, with Pricey dropping back, with Acosta dropping back, and kind of pushing Keegan more into the attack and getting some rockets yeah. off, dude, uh, I'm in. I- I also think that it would be um, it'd be smart because if that turns into a three back, you have a taller defense, yeah. which is something very necessary. I think the Rapids struggled at times with the pieces, and yeah. they were like very shaky. So that's one reason I would like to bring Keita in sure. because of the height and just have some of your best players in there. But again, sure. maybe a, maybe a Chacon and Margarita. That's the way you go: a left back of Margarita, and then you have Chacon, and you bring in Lalas or 
a Danny Wilson and you have Keegan, and that just fixes the defense. Yeah, and and maybe you don't want your wings pushing up your left back and right back pushing up as much. You saw last year when you had Lucas pushing all the way up, it really uh, bothered uh, Jonathan Lewis, and maybe just that's not the way to go. Maybe you have a little bit more of a. Um, uh, mid to uh, the next yeah. half of the midfield instead of all the way up and give Lewis yeah, and give of... Cabral more yeah exactly give Lewis a little bit more space give Cabral more space yeah and like Kata kind of sit back I don't well, I don't hate that I mean I'm so curious what it's going to be it's it's like you know the back line I mean obviously it was a big problem towards the end of the season but like it's almost something you don't necessarily worry about going in with a Fraser coach team and it's more something you're curious about how it's going to shake out you know what I mean um, I don't know, man. I think that is kind of like, God, it's, it's time to fill, right? I mean, there's only five roster slots left. We're less than a month from them having to report, um, give or take a few days. Um, it's, uh, you get five spots left. So you're assuming maybe one more center back, even though you are bringing, um, uh, basically you got to replace that drew spot. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's, that's okay. Now you have four slots left. Uh, need a striker to replace Yossi. Okay, now you have three slots left. Unless um, Cabral really has to move there, which is I'm getting it's possible, slowly scared of. You need a left back. Okay, now you have two <laughs> slots left, right? So what, what do you do there? And you still have one supplemental spot left too. Um, I don't know. I hope the news starts flying fast and furious. We got the the, the kind of season review media luncheon this week. Maybe something will come out there. Um, this is something – okay, that's a good comment from Joseph. That's it, something that I don't want to see. Well, we saw Nicholson start in that last home game at right back, I want to say. No, left back, left back, left back because um, Keegan wasn't out. Um, and I think we were all kind of like, what is happening? Uh, <laughs> I just – God, I don't – I was uh, like, I was against the back five all last year. I hated it, even when Trusty was in there. When you had Lucas, no matter who, I hate the back five because it takes spots away from your most ta- most talented positions, which is the forward spots. Sure. Yeah, yeah, man, it just feels like a waste of Galvan. It doesn't feel like a waste of Nicholson. Honestly, it feels like you're maximizing Nicholson because <laughs> you're. Kind of, I mean, well, honestly, I mean, you can't. Oh, you're right. I just laughed because, like, I never thought about it that way. <laughs> Right, because he's not he doesn't have the steps he had. That's like clear, right? I don't think that's a knock COVID? on him. He's just not as fast. It could be. I don't think he had COVID. I think he had the flu or something. Oh, okay. Um he was just really sick. Um and you know that does throw your training off and whatever, but also when he did get the steps, he couldn't get a like a cross in. It was just getting blocked every time by the guy marking him. So maybe dropping him back helps that he can distribute a little more. I don't know. They're stuck with him for two and a half years. He's under contract, right? I mean, you're not going to get a lot of resources back for him in a trade. So maybe that does optimize that. And you roll, like Joseph said, and you have lawless D will Keegan as your three on the back, which I thought Keegan was lights out no matter where they put him on. I think he played all four spots on the back line. I don't know. I don't know. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I think it's time to clear some of that back too. Like some of that back, that, because I think the forward group is really crowded. It's so might, crowded. So I think it's time we might see a Mikey or even a Sam Nicholson, if you can get anything, getting going one way and then bringing in another player, like maybe a left back, maybe another midfield that could help him out. Because they're really they're, – that's how the Rapids build their whole structure, their whole team. They build it through trades. They build it through 
players that are disgruntled in other locations. They don't build it through a free agency. They don't bre- bre- uh, do it through buying players from other clubs. It's usually they have to go trade for them because that's how they get the best players available that want to play in Colorado. Dwayne, what do you, is there a move sitting there that you're like, go make that move happen? I I don't know that there's a player in mind for me, but if there is a move for a striker, I feel like I've, I've been of that mindset since probably what 2013. So, um, yes, if there's a striker, go make that move. Um, that's how I feel about that. Um, but I, I really don't want to see Rubio slotted over there. Um, yeah, he needs to I mean, stay every, we, we've talked about it, you know, Joseph Burgundy wave, like everybody knows like Rubio is most successful when he's not forced into that nine spot. So let's not do that. You know, um, go ahead. I just right. forgot. Okay, well, not. I wasn't even talking about that. I was more talking about Kevin's comment. Take away one of those last spots to fill a goalkeeper. There's really only one wild card spot left, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in terms of an addition to the team, because um, you need a left back, a keeper, a center back, a striker. Who's the? You know, that's like there's one spot left, and then there's that one supplemental spot, and that's a draft pick, right? So, but yeah, yeah, it's good that's how you. I feel right now. Yeah. It's time. I mean, it's time. I bet you Long signs somewhere this week. Callens will probably sign somewhere this yeah. week or next. I mean, these moves have to start happening. All of a sudden, it's Christmas, right? Like, it, we're two weeks from Christmas. So, less, right? 11 days or whatever. Like, you turn around New Year's, and then it's reporting time. And these guys need to, you know, these guys want to be in the city they're going to play in. They want to start getting settled in. You know, if they have kids, they want to make the move happen quickly. They can find the right school, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Although it does seem like the Raptors are going to go young and not, you know, I mean, that doesn't mean they want to have kids. You know what I mean, though. It's Has like, uh, Sean Johnson signed anywhere yet? That's no. who I want as our main goalkeeper and then put Yarger back up. There we go. No goals allowed ever again. That's wild. Wild. Go bring Sean Johnson. Him and Kalins. Let's go. Callens. Callens and Sean Johnson. You'll never concede another goal ever again. Certainly shore up our defensive woes from last year. (laughs) All right. I was really excited entering this segment, and now I'm sad. So let's talk about something else. We're going to get into the World Cup. But first, from the homies at Illegal Pete's. Shout out, I worked at Illegal Pete's for eight years. I was general manager on the Colfax location the Fort Collins location. I worked in Pearl street and Boulder. I worked at DU. I worked downtown. I've been all over it. Pizza rolls, man, straight up and down. We are so hyped to be teaming up with the local legends here at DNVR. Illegal pizza is always our go-to spot for burritos, beers, hangs on the patio. We've had a couple, we've had some good work lunches down on that patio, Dwayne. It's true. And I've been one over to reverse nachos. I'll never go back. Whoa. It is the, the D-line agenda magic. is thriving. D-line has <laughs> shared the reverse nachos love with America, and it's time for us all to accept it. All right. Here's what we're going to do. Every time I read an illegal pizza ad read, I'm going to drop a, a sneaky 
good little trick to to order at Illegal Pete's. <laughs> we'll throw it in for free. This time, here's the move. Are you guys ready for this? Large chips and queso. Okay. Get a big old cup of queso. You have them put a scoop of the pesto in it that they make in-house. And you mix it up. And it turns green, which is weird for queso. <laughs> but it just adds like this garlicky, rich goodness to it. And it makes it even better. And it's so good. That's your illegal pizza tip for the day. I know what I'm doing tonight. There you go. Uh, you cannot beat their endless option of fresh ingredients and the strongest margaritas around. That is true. No doubt strongest margaritas around. Saw by one of the 12 locations throughout Colorado and Arizona for happy hour from 3 to 6 p.m. every day. Holiday season is more enjoyable with a piping hot cup of queso and nothing warms you up quite like a margarita. Legal Pizza is hooking you all up with a little something extra this year. Spend $100 on gift cards. Score an extra $25 for free. Wishing you a happy holidays from Illegal Pizza where good friends gather. And lastly, we have to talk about Green Mountain Dental Group. The most rewarding thing about DNVR is seeing the connections made through our listeners in this community. Green Mountain Dental is an OG partner of ours and major Colorado sports fans. They've been a supporter of DNVR since the beginning. We've had countless fans as well as our own staff convert to Green Mountain Dental and never look back. Located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver and Lakewood, CSU alum Dr. Ben and his team have you covered from general dentistry like regular cleanings, orthodontics such as removing those pesky wisdom teeth and everything in between. Green Mountain Dental has a few offers for the DNVR family. Tell the team that DNVR Sports sent you and you get $300 discount for full orthodontics treatment for new patients. And if you mention DNVR Sports, you get a free set of bleach trays of $350 value with a new patient cleaning exam and x-rays. Lastly, for all the hygienists out there, Green Mountain Dental is hiring. Full and part-time positions are available. They're willing to work with your schedule as well as offering great benefits package with healthcare and paid time off. You'll love to see it. To make an appointment, to make an appointment or find more information, check out their website, greenmountaindentalgroup.com. Today, shout out to the sponsors. Okay. Okay. World Cup time. I think I cursed Croatia with my Twitter name. Ooh, big. Ooh. Um, All you see is up the pits, man. So here's my question. If I want Morocco to go through, do I put the Moroccan flag in there or do I put the French flag in there? <laughs> gotta go with France right because either then I'm right or I cursed them exactly you look good regardless it's a really good that's point, what yeah. I and that's all I I'm said, worried about to, that's what we talked about earlier <laughs> we're not here in the business of making predictions we're in the business no, of looking good it's just true and I look great so there you go um please drink please jinx France please yeah dude. I love that he's on my side Dwayne is actually a huge fan of France. It's his favorite country. It's his favorite people. Nothing bad has ever happened to him about the French. It's um, true. But this might surprise you. What might surprise you is I'm actually pulling for Morocco. Whoa. Whoa. I know. I know. I'm just, I'm in on this Cinderella story and I'm, I'm ready to see him go all the way through. So I'm, it, I'm pulling for feels, Morocco this time. This feels to me a lot like in March Madness when you have a team maker run. Like um, like Loyola. Like yeah. Chicago makes a run, but then all of a sudden you get to the Elite Eight weekend, right? And it's like they've had too much time to think about it. Talent levels, you know, it starts to stretch the you know the the the, the difference in talent. I I think they absolutely can. They have as good an, of an attack as anyone in this tournament, except France. Um, <laughs> you know, they're they they have two really good guys up top. I still think it's France. I think we get France versus Messi 
and that's going to be which would be an awesome final. It's going to get messy. Oh, Ooh. and those French kids are awesome. But man, France Argentina final definitely feels like the best team with versus the best player who also has a really good team, right? I'm all the way in Argentina, man. I wanted again. I don't hate Luka Modric as much as I did. I can't believe watching. you hate Luka Modric. That's I'm a so Barca wack, fan. Dude. I'm a Barca fan. Like okay, but he's still awesome. What's a man? What's a Man City player that you hate? You hate Kevin De Bruyne? No, I love Kevin De Bruyne. Obviously, do you, he's awesome. Who, who do you dislike? And I can All make the same argue. I can yeah. make the same. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. All right. All right. Fine. Fine. And fine, like, fine, again, fine. I don't hate him as a person. I have a lot of like. I hate the crest. I don't really hate the players. I, I mean, everyone's so good at City. That's a tough one. It's like how can the, you like how can you hate the, you know. This goes deeper with Mexico too in 2014. It's not just Barca. That's a good point. I, I, I have, I have other shit going on yeah, in my yeah. head. You gotta let Mexico 2014 go. Man. <laughs> no, I won't it even let. Almost, this? It is. It What's is that? almost dude. a decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't let go of Mexico 2006. You think I'm gonna let go of Mexico yeah, 2014? Yeah. yeah, yeah. To quote super bad right here. It was eight years ago, asshole. <laughs> I don't know, dude, it was 20 decades ago. It still hurts. Have you guys ever felt pain so bad? I don't think you guys have. Smash uh, your finger and end, smash your toe in any corner and multiply that by a billion in that top. All right, right, all right. We're sorry. All right, we'll stop bragging no, on it. Okay. Either way, either way, I, I don't hate him as much either anymore after I watched Captains on uh, Netflix. It was a really good sure. show, by the way. I think and everyone here like is pulling for for Messi to to add to the trophy case, right? Yep. All of us. I am. Dwayne. Yeah, I don't care either way. And no? at this point, I just want to I just want to watch a nice final. Just want it to be fun to watch. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. to me who wins. Okay. I'm happy. Morocco, France, Argentina, whoever wins, good for them. Okay. Well, then let's get into some of the the bigger World Cup. You know, the whole tournament now that it's kind of in the rear view. Favorite teams, favorite moments, favorite performances. Does anything jump out for you guys immediately? Yes. Japan. Dude, Japan was awesome. I love them so much. I just, I love them so much. Yeah. And I, I, I just, I, I've said it before and again, like the way the Japanese national team played in the World Cup. Yeah is a brand of soccer that would make yep. Americans like soccer more. It's just a very pure brand of soccer. That's not a lot of flopping around. It's a lot of hustle and get after it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just, it's soccer without all the shenanigans and, and it's just everyone in, you know, pressing hard and, and it's exciting. Um, it's just, I'm such a huge fan of what, the mm-hmm. Japanese national team has done. I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm so thankful that they were in the World Cup and I got to watch them. So, and that's very much a love letter to Japan. But I, I really, just really enjoyed watching them play. Man, um, they were fantastic. I love their fans. They stay after the matches and they help clean up the stadium. The stadium. Um, that's so cool. The coverage of that. It's just, it's awesome. Yeah, like so I mean they're they've been my, you know, outside of the US, they are my 
my favorite favorite story and favorite team to watch by far um hands down japan's dope yeah what's one that you have mitch uh kind of in line with japan but about the minute and a half where japan and costa rica were gonna go through in that group right that was insane Costa Rica leveled it or whatever. And for about I think they were winning it too. Yeah, for like three minutes or less, it was them going through. Never forget that ever. Um what about Gakpo? Gakpo's been awesome. Future future Manchester United goal scorer, Cody Gakpo. Got you love it. Um, I think for me it's kind of the the old guard, right? Like these legends who are for sure on their last ride. Um Ronaldo didn't have a great tournament, obviously, but Modric had a great tournament. Messi's Messi. having a great tournament. Um, Lewandowski scoring his first goal for Lewis the World scored. Uh, Giroud, um, you know, scoring, breaking yeah. Thierry Henry's record. Um, it's just been really, you know, I think on a personal, I was so nervous going into the 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 tournament not necessarily nervous i was just I, I was so focused on all the problems with qatar and i think you know it still is i still think there is plenty of problems that we can get into but um i think i kind of forgot how awesome world cups are you know what i mean like yeah you know four years apart it's like it's it's <laughs> you forget the epicness of this it's a short it's a small sample size you're only guaranteed the three games you know, and that's it. And that's all you get. And to watch some of these, these guys come through, you know, Neymar had some nice goals. Richarlison had some really nice goals. You just kind of see these coming out parties happen. Rashford had some, you know, was, I think had three goals with England and um, it's just really fun to watch, man. I've had a great time. And I agree with Dev. Qatar losing was awesome. That was one of the, my awesome. Parts. Not scoring think- too, I believe, right? Zero goals. No, they scored a goal, yeah. I think. In the last game, did they get one? Yeah, I think they got one. Yeah, fuck them. I think. Um... But it, I, I kind of like... <laughs> no, uh, no, no, go for it. Go for it. No, no, but just kind of like piggybacking what you said. Like, I think the... Kind of like in the old guards, old, old guards sentiment, like the powerhouses were not powerhouses this time around. A lot right, of them lost. Right, a lot of right. them were taken down. Belgium didn't even qualify for the group stage. Like, for the knockout stage, it's like there was so many of these totally. teams that were supposed to be like the that were supposed to be in the semis and the quarters that just didn't make it. And I thought that was pretty cool. I thought it was great to see the rest of the world kind of catch up to uh, these elite national teams. Yeah, and I do. You know, I think I think it'd be remiss if we're talking about the problems with Qatar to not bring up um, Grant Wall. Rest in peace. Huge loss. Definitely an inspiration. I think to anyone trying to get into this field and to, to talk soccer in the U S and find these little niches in soccer culture, whether it's the rapids or talking R2 or, you know, campaigning for a NWSL team here, like none of that stuff is even possible without a lot of the work that he's done for soccer in this country. Um, He, you know, he's truly a giant in the industry and to have him pass at this tournament under strange circumstances i guess i would put it is um it's heartbreaking it 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 truly uh truly hit home it was a tough friday night tough weekend um you know and i think you know you can scroll through 
Tom Bogert's Twitter feed, you know, all sorts of pieces. Um, his wife had a really nice piece that she published. Um, it just, uh, you know, not just a good soccer reporter, he's clearly a good person, right? Campaigning for, yeah. for uh, human rights, talking to the, the, the migrant workers, wearing his rainbow flag shirt into that stadium. Um, I don't know. It's not uh, caring, just doing what you got to do to get the word out. Not yeah. bending the knee to guitar was the best part about speaking him, truth to power, man. Reading. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I just want to remind everybody that it doesn't matter how good the games have been. Remember, Qatar has nothing to do with how good the games are. Sure. Qatar yeah. is just hosting this tournament, and they yeah. don't deserve any credit for how good this tournament has been. Absolutely zero. Qatar this isn't Qatar's tournament. This is a, this is the game's tournament. Exactly. And I want everybody to remember that. Qatar did not deserve this World Cup. Qatar broke multiple promises that they made to FIFA about this World Cup. And... They are not a country that deserves to host this. And I think we haven't said it on a podcast since the World Cup started, but I think it's been pretty obvious that we were against this World Cup from the beginning and all the corruption that it took place for it to be there. Dwayne? Yep. All right. (laughs) Cool. I think, um, you know... I know it's easy and 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 right and and true to call out Qatar and, and what's going on, um, but we have to look at FIFA as well. And you know, Absolutely. things have already come down the line for FIFA, and that's that's what has you know it, it's hand in hand. So we have to look yeah. at our governing organization um, as well for that, and. Um, you know, as for Grant Wall, it, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, someone who's trying to get into journalism or or just someone who enjoys soccer. If you've tried to learn something about soccer at any point in your life, more than like certainly American soccer, more than likely you've you've read a piece either by him or, or by someone that was inspired or coached up by him, you know? And yeah, so absolutely um, massive loss for, for not just journalism, but just, just for American soccer in general, you know, um, huge North bummer. America in so, yeah. I know Mexico also mm-hmm. felt the pain too. I know a lot of Mexican fans that I know Mexican pundits that, that were really upset about Grant Wall's death. It was just a horrible, horrible thing to happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, you know, he's back, you know, the U.S. got him back. Um, Hopefully, hopefully he gets the bottom of it and, and, you know, nothing but the best for his wife and family and and friends and all the reporters that he worked with and and taught. And and I don't think there's much else to say there. It's just a tragedy. Um, I guess with that, let's kind of wrap things up and look ahead to the next week or two and kind of what we're going to be doing over here at DNVR. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why don't you tell them what's up? Um, we're doing a watch along guys for the final. So tune into that. We will also, uh, please give us a five-star review wherever you hear us. If you have nothing nice to say, please don't say it at all. Uh, and give this no. a like. It really helps with the algorithm. Let us interact with us on Twitter. Let us know what you like and don't like. And I promise you, we'll try to, uh, accommodate as much as we can. Dwayne. Yeah, we'll see you Sunday here at the DMVR bar. Um, we'll be here for the watch along. Um, I know Drew Moore will be here for sure. Um, there may be some other surprises as well. 
but he and I talked about that today, and he's excited to be here and excited to see everybody downstairs. We'll have a post game show for sure with with Drew. So um, yeah. look out for that. Um, as I'm here in the DNVR merch cave, if you want to get your Christmas presents, do that now. Please don't wait till next week when I might not be able to ship it in time. Get your orders in ASAP. I will do my best to get it out as fast as possible. Um, like, subscribe, hit that little thumbs up right below this video. Please, 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 please um, help us out. And obviously, shout out to Super Producer Yaya for trying all this cool stuff and making us look good and sound good. And uh, huge thanks to Tommy Bombs, Tommy Scoops for coming on and, and just talking pids with us. So more important than all of that, man, there's only one thing we say to end a show and it's the one thing that matters the most, baby up the pids.